0: Hi Diamonds! Welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role in your life, career, and relationships Here with Julie Dean, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started.
1: Hey, Diamonds. We've been going over a series called Facing Life's Blind Sides, and today is part nine. And in part nine, we go over the word really and... (laughs) In this episode, we're going to break down what that really means. So grab a notebook and a pen because we are United States of Women.
0: <laughs> hey, Julie, you're right, right. We, we, this, today is the day that we talk about really, really, how in the world does really or what in the world does it really have to do with life's blind side? Well, Diamonds, let me tell you, you know, here I am now facing this dilemma and everybody, everybody's got their opinion and everybody's got their perspective and everybody's got a stake in how they want to show up, be represented and go forward in this knowledge, whether they choose to believe it, not believe it, ignore it, choose sides, create allies, welcome me with open arms, take their time. I'll get back to you, whatever the case might be. I realized in that moment that saying the word really or are you serious or why was important because it allowed me to do one thing and that is seek for the true win, the win-win in all situations with everyone involved. You know, because everybody wants to stake their claim on how they think things should be and how things are going to go forward. And so I want to share with you what I wrote for uh, day nine in this this blindside series. So I said, Diamonds, beginning to turn this sudden shift in my life to my advantage, muscle pump. (laughs) I realize I might shake up a lot of people, especially the ones who aren't happy with how this is going to affect them. To them and to myself, my effort to move forward feels like a glaring searchlight that need, needs to be switched off and turned off fast. Everyone right now has an opinion about what should be done and what shouldn't be done, which is fine and expected. But sometimes what they are choosing to do makes me feel trapped from choice to explore. So from my core Diamonds, I strive to reconcile good and bad, right and wrong, so that nothing is judged one way or the other. Generally, generally, I like to believe I see everything as an opportunity, meaning I do not simply want to make lemonade out of lemons, but genuinely excited by things that do not go as planned as by the things that do. So my core thought is always, always on reconciliation or reconciling or accepting differences rather than identifying and focusing upon trying to change people to my perspective, to the way I think things should be or under my control. My mantra has always been and will always be we all win or we don't play. So therefore, in this life-altering experience, I realize I don't have all the answers to make everyone happy, and I don't need every answer to make sense to everyone. So while, while diving into this new life, I'm responding from time to time with really and oh yeah, and how are we going to embrace the true win? This change is hard to do, and sometimes I want people to talk me out of making uncomfortable choices. I really, really do. If I'm honest, I really do. If I lead with my head, I make decisions that suit me and my limiting beliefs in this moment. When I lead from my heart, I see every perspective. There's a balance in making decisions, allowing me to make decisions easier and helping me to be brave. So while challenging our fears and beliefs, this next chapter will be a delicate one to navigate. But looking ahead on the other side now, I'm confident that we can, in all caps, all win, fist pump. And so here is where Diamond's having this base when someone is putting their own two cents. And like I said, some people are telling me what they should do, what I should do, what I should not do. And as I've told Julie and my team, I've adopted this phrase, you know, are you shouldn't on me? Because when people should on you, they literally are trying to dump on you what they believe to be true, to control the narrative so that you now live with underneath those perspectives or those expectations that may or may not suit me well, may not, may, I may not wear those clothing well that they expect me to wear. Because literally it's coming from a place of what they think I should do from their perspective. And their should has literally their own perspective in mind their own value in mind, their own belief, or their own, you know, gut reaction to what they might do. And maybe they wouldn't do it if they were in the situation I was. But when it affects them, they have an opinion about what should be done. And so here is where I've adopted this word, diamonds, which shouldn't all over me. I encourage you to offer that to people in your life. Quit should on me because when you show me, all you're doing is piling down on me things that weigh me down and make it feel like it's my responsibility to carry. And it's one sided. And I don't get to have an opinion, nor does someone else get to have a choice. And that is totally unfair because I'm literally that girl at the end of the day that says we all win or we don't
1: play. I like that. I like that, you know, and that all goes back to, you know, managing those expectations because, you know, you don't realize when you say the word should how you're just naturally putting that expectation on somebody. And I think about, you know, how often just even in a relationship, right? You're like, I thought you should throw out the trash because it's full. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you should, you know, go to the store for me or I thought you should,
0: you know, have that conversation, whatever the should might be. It's the should that we interpret someone else should do because it's gonna make me feel, right? Like my world is right if I'm should on you, I'm giving you good advice. I'm not saying that people don't have good wisdom to offer. And I'm not saying that what people were giving in that moment wasn't important to listen and lean into and not ignore. However, what is the true win here? What's the win for everyone involved? And how do we move forward with sacrifice and consideration at all, with all, with all, you know, players involved. And if we don't have a win for them and a win for you and a win for him, you know, then we're not playing. We can't have it all your way like McDonald's. There's got to be some, some skin on the bone and some sacrifice on the table and, and a release of control so that others can have a place at the playground or a place at the table. To be supported.
1: You know, I think that's really, I think that's super interesting because yesterday at church, Pastor Bradley was talking about, did you catch his message? It was about how grace saves, but truth frees, right?
0: Yes. Grace saves you, but truth frees you. And I'm telling you, it literally is when I said, you know, when I lean in with my head, you know, I lean in with knowing right? That it's grace, there's grace, there's grace, but I lean in knowing what that is for me and I lean in knowing that I can, I lean in knowing that others will, but when I lean in with my heart, it literally opens up the floodgates for us to feel welcome and to be freed and to also experience restoration, release, forgiveness, or, you know, when you feel like you have to control but really you gain more when you don't control because now you get more than what you anticipate but you also are able to win you're also able to win and when it saves you you're winning you're getting somewhere that you wanted to be
1: well that was interesting because there's this balance right you can't just be all grace or all truth right like you can't be the person that said oh I just love everybody and we should just do this and everybody should be all getting along without realizing that there's a truth there that there's a balance and if you don't have both then you, you're going to be off balance, right? You can't be all inclusive, just like you can't be all truth. Yes.
0: right, Right. You've got to find that place in the middle. That is a dance and it, and it is delicate. One in some areas of our life, we play really well with that lens. In some places it's a real hard pill to swallow. And so this was a real hard pill to swallow. And I felt trapped because I care about you know, the lives of the people around me that it impacted and I wanted to have grace for them, I wanted to have space for them and I wanted them to have time to process and I wanted them not to be obligated to make any decisions that did not, you know, resonate with them or they weren't really comfortable in doing. However, living in that lens too long makes me feel like I'm void of choice and how many of us, you know, diamonds in our life's blind side Where in just day-to-day choices, you have your children to think about, your career, your own personal well-being and fulfillment and growth, the loved ones that you take care of, your family dynamics, maybe where you live. There's a lot of choices that if you were to make a decision that really was something I outlined for you specifically, there's a lot of factors involved that would have to be taken into consideration before you take a move. And no different here, there's a lot that I had to take in consideration before I took that move. But what I wasn't willing to work with, and I'll lean in a little bit, Diamonds, is when you've got people in your life who are just unwilling to budge from their control narrative. I'm just not going to do it. We get that. Depending on the weight and the gravity of they're not going to do it, they have that choice. However, there are moments when people are like, I'm just not doing it, whether it's the move away from home, whether it is, you know, a really irresponsible behavior, you know what I'm saying, or a recreational habit that is just addictive and it's impacting people's lives and it has, people have no desire to change that. And it now becomes where it's, you are you know, you're stuck with how you move forward and Not everybody is winning at the table because like I said, we all win or we don't play or we don't play. And that's a really difficult place to be because I'm always on the hunt for what that win might look like and how every choice that we take, there's a little uh, control left on the table or taken off the table. And there's a little bit of gravity or gravitation towards something that it will be a benefit to me and to the next person, and to the next person, and understanding that I just can't have it all my way, unless it is, you know, traits and behaviors and mindsets that are just going to hold people back. There's some serious choices that have to be made with that, you know, because some people don't want to play. They like the sandbox just the way it is.
1: Absolutely. I'm just kind of curious, though, as you were giving people that space and that time to you know process what was going on was there ever a moment where you started to feel like your feelings weren't being considered and you weren't being thought about that you were so busy giving everybody else this space and this time that nobody was really actually checking back to see how it made you
0: that's a good question and yes and no time does not heal all wounds and so when you're not talking about it, it doesn't mean that you're not processing through it so do people do people stop talking about it and move on yeah would it, be ni- would it be nice to check in at times? Yeah, because there's still some remnants there that I'm still processing through, right? I'm still in that cycle and the world is moving in areas and directions and I still have this sensation of new things to experience and conversations to be had and relationships to be built. It's a journey that I feel like at times I'm taken by myself, but even... Even so, I have a choice on how I can bring to the table. You know what's happening with me. I can't expect people around me to be mind readers, right? That would be unfair of me to uh, assume that. You know, because I went through something traumatic, that my family should. Because here I am, shouldn't on them take time out every so often just to check on me. You know, and so if I take the sh- chew it out and put some grace on there and realize that I look fine from the outside. I'm moving and doing things and making interactions. And it's up to me to be a big girl and say, hey, I need to talk some things through. I've still got some weight, you know, hanging around within my consciousness or in my heart that I have been trying to process through. Have I done that? Absolutely. Has my family been there for me? Absolutely. You know, nobody's a mind reader around here. We can't sit in a space. When we're struggling with something and time has moved on to assume that people should check in with you, that ain't the case. I'm not that girl to assume, right, that people should be that sensitive to my needs. This is a fast paced world and the grace or the greatest gift that people can give you is their time. It is not a given and it is not an expectation. It's a gift. And and you get that, you know, not entitled to it.
1: And I know people
0: probably like what (laughs) they're like, what? Not entitled to time. You're right. Well, people put their time, people will put their time where they want to put their time. And we have to make time. Again, we're all playing. We're all winning. I don't want to just be sitting back saying, I want to win my way. I expect it this way. You should be. This is how I like it. You know, you know, then I, I don't put no grace on the table for them and realize you guys have been great. And Time has moved on and you got stuff in your life, but also too, I'm a big girl to speak up, you know, not, you know, I want to be this passive aggressive person silently in the background, you know, sucking on my thumb and thinking people haven't checked in with me. That's just never been me. And so I don't, I don't condone that, nor do I subscribe to that. So I don't, I don't have any other wisdom to say to that other than the fact that I do know that that is of value for some, some diamonds who really have a love language for what they call intimacy, which is can be in their connections, right? And connections are extremely important. There are some people who are more sensitive to the arena of being able to check in because that's a gift that they have. And we all have somebody like that in our life, but I don't require people to, to come to me with that expectation i don't i don't hold them hostage to that
1: i think that's awesome because you know it's really difficult to ask for help and it's really difficult to you know be like hey i'm not doing good i really need to talk to somebody and coming from my mom's side the korean culture is very safe face you know and they would rather pretend everything is fine. And there's a large like suicide rate in South Korea because of that, you know, and I was doing some research about mental health in South Korea. I found out that when it comes to seeing like therapists, a lot of people will go under a different name because they don't want anybody to know who they are when they go to seek out therapy because it's so looked down on.
0: Interesting, that's unfortunate.
1: But understandable
0: at the same truth, because if that's all around you, as people are wanting to have this perception of well-being and strength and dignity and pride, then of course you don't want to ever admit that there is something broken, because then that just communicates so much, and this and the fear of rejection around that can be extremely real. But I believe that, you know what really helped define the moment for me to be transparent around where i'm at there's just something sexy about vulnerability and transparency it delivers and supports others but there's a difference for me i'm not looking to be a victim to draw attention to myself right in a way that is makes me soothe you know the wound right i'm not that person However, I do know that if we're not transparent in our own in our own whirlwind or battles, you know, how do we how do we learn? How do we gravitate? How do we grow? You know, sometimes, you know, through that if we're not sharing to the, for others to see. I mean, like not everybody can go to a psychiatrist. Not everybody has a someone in their corner that is experienced setbacks. That's why we Google everything. That's why we research stuff. That's why we figure things out because other people have been transparent about what's important to remember. It's why I'm doing what I'm doing with this 10 part series and trying to leave something in, in, in audio form for someone to gravitate to that can be of help to them. So I've just always had a value around, you know, people can benefit from other people and we can all be a bridge to one another there's nothing wrong with having life knock you down it's 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 not it's 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 really not about that it's about how you get up and there's something beautiful in that getting up
1: i agree with you and it's definitely interesting because you know everyone's belief system is so different. And it's hard, you know, because some people they will see it as like, you know, they really own the victim side of their life. And they see that Mm -hmm. as being vulnerable. And, you know, every Mm -hmm. time you talk to them, their life is awful, there's something miserable going on, and they're seeking out help. And it's like, again, that balance of, you know, how much do you share? And how much do you open up? And how much do you carry yourself, right? Because as you're working through those things, there has to be some healing. There has to be some growth. You can't just always be weighed down or always be up.
0: You just, you just, it's just not normal.
1: You know what I'm saying? It's
0: just not, it's not realistic. It, you know, and then there's some people in life who have never really had something detrimental happen to them. They grew up in a home with loving parents and you know, they, they may be still attached to family members who've never, no one in their own family has significantly passed away that really brought them some sort of great loss or grief. Uh, you know, there was a moment in my life when I looked at that for myself. You know, I, in our family, besides my grandparents at the age of 20, in my 20s, no one, you know, has really so close to us past weather than last year. And that was my grandmother's sister. But how many years is that, you know, where? You don't lose people in your life that are tragic or, you know, a tragedy where you could feel some sort of sense where life has hit you. Some people walk around here going like, I don't get it. I've had a great upbringing and went to school and had a great experience and have a husband that or a wife that loves me and have wonderful kids and have a great career. You know, I don't quite, you know, have never experienced stuff like that, you know, and I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But For those that may have had things that has happened to them, we need to be talking more because it's in our talking, do we give the perspective for others to find light that they can sense they're not alone. This is normal. And this is kind of somewhat expected to process through and that you're not crazy. And it doesn't mean something bad about you, you know, or something's wrong with you. It means that you're human.
1: Human. I like that. That's normalized okay. being human.
0: <laughs> normalized being humans. We not know <laughs> technology. Yeah, you <laughs> no, know, we like to believe we got this grit power, you know, and we got this mental fitness, which we want. And it takes mental fitness, if not even more mental fitness to navigate through life, to get up on the other side of it. Like I said, diamonds earlier in episodes. I said, isn't it, it isn't you know the fact that you are taking a time out that's the challenge. You take the time out, you go cocoon, you go soothe that thing, whatever you need to do. It's really, really what you want to be paying attention to is how long you hang out there, and you know when too long is too long. When it's ruminating and it's now starting to impact your life choices and your ability to engage actively be a part and not withdraw and find yourself physically lethargic and and tired and consciously not being able to process because of the weight is too much then we've gone into a different thing
1: yeah and definitely keep people on your list that you know you can reach out to because you know, even if you don't want to do Google or podcasts, I think you know everyone should have somebody that they should be able to talk to. Mm-hmm.
0: And people talk to people. People journal. People write it down. People auto record it. Whatever which way that allows you to release and dump the tank of the stress, anxiety within you. Work out. You know, run a mile. Do something that will allow you to express this anxiety by getting it out in a most healthy organic way then you're able to fill your tank again with a little bit much more perspective around what could you do in the moment that is fueling and what is a win you know for you first and foremost and then branching out like i did and what's a more effective win for not just me but for others And that's when you know that you're growing. Because in the beginning, I was looking out for the win for myself. And now here's step nine, you know, day nine. Now I'm looking at what's the win for all of us.
1: That's a great point. I think, you know, if anybody takes anything out of this episode, it's, you know, definitely finding the win for everyone.
0: Yep. And I did that by saying really a lot. And so what are we going to do about that in order for all of us to win? And that stops a lot. It may even leave people with more, with nothing to say because they have no answer with more questions or feeling like they're stuck and can't move, but we don't move unless we can all play. And that's where that step was very helpful to pushing back, but also embracing people at the same time with saying that we all have to play. So how do we move forward?
1: That's great. So next week, we're going to be talking about part 10. (laughs) And part Ah, 10 is is the (laughs) finale of this series. And it's really interesting because I learned something new. We're going to be talking about this famous word that I
0: found that I had to do a little research on. And it is... Schadenfreude. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it one more time. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. It was a word that I had never heard of before. And what does that word mean? It means when people take pleasure in someone else's misfortune. What you mean to tell me that in my final step in all that I had gone through in, in being able to now look for the win for everyone involved and those around me were rallying around me and I'm rallying around them and we're all feeling the impact and we're all on the same page to only find out that not everyone was devastated by this life changing news. And some people rejoiced in my pain. Diamonds, I cannot wait to tell you about part 10. It is the final part in our series, but it's also a lens that was really important to experience. And I want to tell you and share with you what I did in order to really process through it.
1: Well, until next time, Diamonds, shine bright.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about, people you think this will benefit. Share with your team or colleague who is having a difficult time and is looking for solutions. We all want to help people live empowered, to know what to do when faced with uncertainty. And I believe that these ideas can help others have that success. So please share it. But also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you. Diamonds. You have a choice to live connected to progress and growth. You deserve it, and it is yours to have. Live life, my friend, and be encouraged to step into your power, purpose, plan today. Until next time, take care.